Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Come on. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag NBA. I'm not going to lie to you. I really did enjoy that. Uh, it was fun. You think he'll hold a grudge? No, no, he won't hold a grudge. He's been thrown out plenty of times before, and I'm sure he'll get thrown out one more, one or two more times again. I mean, I just saw it coming. You could see where the game was going, and then you know, we kind of had the, the game pretty much won at that point. But, uh, you know, it just happened fast. I was just trying to get him in tech, really. It could have been anybody if I would have done that with, but it was him. It turned into this, so, uh, yeah. That's Austin Rivers talking about Doc Rivers getting ejected telling reporters he enjoyed seeing his dad get run and he later tweeted quote well Thanksgiving's gonna be weird does Doc really care about getting <laughs> getting run even if Austin's involved uh, in that situation the, the, the game was over I haven't be watching I switched over I watched the CMAs last night Old Dominion vocal group of the year I discovered him Saw them when they played at the depot across the street. You were in early. Yes. Many years What is now. the depot? 500,000? Uh, I think it's like 1,100, I think yeah. that's what they, what they call. Congrats to Old Dominion. Yes. So, flipping back and forth, but I happen to be watching that. I was embarrassed for Doc. I haven't seen his son do that. And unless you've been in that situation, it, it's hard to fathom. Uh, but, you know, they, when Doc's uh, mother died, uh, Austin had said that you know, he was really close to his mother. Uh, he and I have a basketball relationship. He wasn't around when I was growing up. So I think there's issues there that people don't want to talk about. Uh, but I was embarrassed to see that. And if I was Doc, I would have been embarrassed. I don't, I don't think there was any need to do that. I mean, James Harden, Westbrook, they weren't doing it. Clippers lose that game, 102-93. And the Spurs and Blazers also go down. You ready to see the? Uh, you ready to announce uh, kind of splits, different levels of teams in the West? Spurs. I mean, it's twelve games, so teams can rally. But the Blazers are off to a bad start here. They're four and eight, four and seven, yep, four and eight now. Want to write them out? The Toronto got them one fourteen, one oh six. It was the Minnesota Timberwolves. So the Jazz are going to see a couple times real quick here. Uh, Minnesota beat the Spurs one twenty nine, one fourteen. Ready to pronounce a top four, five, or six in the West? Push any of these out, or it's a long season and they got plenty of time well, did, to. Did we pronounce them in ever? No, I don't think we have pronounced much of anything. Well, I have to say, I'm I, about I the kind Blazers of think. The Spurs. Did we I kind of think them in the top five. No. All right. I kind of think the Lakers, Rockets, Jazz, Nuggets, and Clippers. I mean, you kind of think either you do or them. you don't. Well. I know there's still going to be trades in midseason, so stuff can change. So that's going to make a difference for the Spurs and the Blazers? I don't think so. Right. Don't be kind of. I hate these these reporters with the kind of. Don't backdoor the thought. Don't backdoor the question. Either you believe it or you don't. Min- Stand on principle. Minnesota's 7-4, and four, and I haven't been counting them as an elite team. Every time Mid-season. I hear kind of in a question, I thought, well, that person's afraid to ask the question. Minnesota. Don't give me kind of. You want to label them an elite team or no? They've been building to this for 15 years. And so maybe they finally got there. Or you could give me the old, ah, 16 years of them building. They're better, but they're not there. 
They're not on the... They are what I call the good thing about the NBA. Because they've got players that I would be interested in paying to go see. They're not a great team, but they've got some individual players that I don't know that they'll stay there or what will happen down the line. But you want to watch Carl Anthony yeah, Towns. Absolutely. You want to watch Wiggins. And they've got some players on that, on that ball club that are worth my time to watch. And most teams do. Wiggins, Very few teams that don't. Wiggins had 30 in that win last night. And he's night. been scoring a lot lately if you've been following it. And I have. Go look at his stats. His efficiency, his three above the break percentage is incredible. Speaking of that, David Locke will be here <laughs> at 7.30. David's usually on Friday. He's going to be on Thursday this week. <laughs> Joe Ingles is usually on Thursday, maybe on Friday. Now, his three below the break sucks <laughs> right now. Tonight, Clippers and Pelicans, so curious just to see who will play for the Clippers. Well, pa- you were Paul watching George. that game last night. They were saying that uh, I was not. George and Leonard will get together for the first time on Saturday. That's what they were saying, anyway. So, maybe Paul goes tonight, and huh? then yeah, that's what Kawhi Leonard sits because he'll be back-to-back. Maybe, that's what they were saying. Well, it could be it that neither one of them go tonight. No, and they both go Saturday. Again, I that I was, so be quiet. They were saying George will play tonight. Leonard won't. Unless it changes, that's what they said last night. Nets and Nuggets at 8.30 on TNT tonight. If you want to check out the Denver Nuggets, who are 7-3, and three, half game behind the Jazz. And, of course, they were the two-seed last oh, for year. for sure. Have I have their guys Denver. back. Yeah, absolutely. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Cougars, T-Birds. It's a fight to the death, PK. Ooh, that's strong. Yeah, Jake Tulsa <laughs> with a late three-pointer. Uh, or it was a college basketball a non-conference game. game. <laughs> it was close and competitive. Fabulous Thunderbirds. I mean, they've got D1 transfers all over the roster. Just about everybody played someplace else. UNLV, ASU, a night here at Utah State. I mean, on and on and on. Their roster is just filled with transfers. They didn't say they had one guy in the rotation who's not a transfer. The ghost of Neil McCarthy at New Mexico State. (laughs) (laughs) So, and they played a, a competitive game for sure. I mean, I feel bad for Pope because a lot of his better players are sitting over there with him either through this ridiculous suspension or injuries. But I like the way the Cougars played. They had to grind it out. They had to go on the defensive end. Toulson was their offense basically almost exclusively down the stretch. But I love the way they were fighting defensively. I mean, SUU is not a great team, but relative to what they're going to face in the West Coast Conference, the mindset of let's dig in defensively and rebound, that's how we're going to win this game. And they did. And Toulson, one of BYU's transfers, comes up with 22 points, and that's enough to get the Cougars home with a 68-63 win. He's the prodigal son. He returned home. So he was with BYU, then he went to U of U, and now he's back. Arizona kid. West Coast Conference, the University of San Diego Toreros. Want to do a little WCC scouting? Yeah, I do. USD is going to be at Weber State. USD? It's what I spend when I'm in Mexico. U.S. dollars. I see what you did there. Very well done. Weaver State's 0-1. All they've got is that uh, trip up to Logan and that uh, that route. See if they bounce back here. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Yeah, I'm kind of a 
legacy around here that we've only had one team in the last 12 years and lost more than one game in the regular season. You know, I'd like for this team to be able to continue that, and we certainly want to focus on all the things that we need to do to try to be able to get that done. And the number one thing is to play well this week against Mississippi State. That's Nick Saban basically saying we don't do 10 and 2 around here. That you got sucks. one loss, don't That's a do two. Bad season. 10 and 2, horrific. It would be my, I mean, I don't know this, but it would be my guess is that he's going to be right. That they do go 11 and 1. And with that 11 and 1, most of the coaching staff will be fired. And then we'll see if they get in. I wrote up a little thing, we posted it. And uh, our website, and it's also posted KSL. I got a friend who was in, uh, he played in Pac-10 many years ago. So I'm out. And I shut off my mentions. I don't want to be available 24-7. You can hit me up from 6 to 10 anytime you want, and then during games. Uh, so he says, he sends me this text out of the blue, BYU Homer dissing the U like that. <laughs> so, well, apparently on KSL and the social media, they, had, they just... Tons of youth fans going berserk about uh, how, and I and I did turn on my mentions after he said that, and uh, is that what you call them or notifications, whatever? And man, they were all upset. I'm not saying you don't deserve to be in. I'm saying I don't trust the committee to award the Pac-12 in. And if you're going to be in, if the winner of Oregon, assuming they both win, which we we all do, if the winner goes to the playoff, which I hope then the worst you're going to get is the Rose Bowl. Why would you be unhappy? I realize I'm the dog, so kick me and call me all sorts of names. Did you hold them up as the greatest thing? Because if you didn't, (laughs) any other slight, and people go nuts. Uh, Yeah, That's what social media is there for. And I guess it is. Yeah, you're right. Which I is mean, why I turn off the mention right. spiels. Right. If, you're, if but, you're a coach, if you're on the radio or TV, if you're a newspaper writer, I don't know if the dot-comers get it. I suspect they probably do too, but I haven't been told uh, that by them. Most of them are fans of the team, so they're not going to say anything that's... That, and that may well be. But I, I just think if you're out there in the spotlight, somebody's going to tell you you suck. Out there in the spotlight, you're a million you miles see, away. Did you see Brian Harson, the Boise State coach's press conference, where he's talking about twittiots and who gets to criticize and how it used to happen? And he didn't say specifically newspaper guys, but I thought that's what he was alluding to. You know, he talked about how you used to have some level of credibility. You got in there and you had to grind and work hard and you know stuff. And then your criticism meant something. As opposed to now, you can criticize and literally not even watch the whole game. That's a joke. Yeah. I got this. PK, how about instead of disparaging comments about the local team, you report on why not push the agenda above what may you actually believe? Another guy follows through. In fairness, he is supporting, quote, his local team. Blue to the bone, PK. Good grief. (laughs) Yeah. I am blue to the bone. So blue could be two different teams as well. So here we go. Oh, I think we know which one he means. I am blue to the bone. But it's hard to know after BYU stole Aggie blue. Oh, I think he, when you go blue to the bone, I think he's going towards uh, BYU. And let's make sure you understand, there is no doubt about 
that I am a hard, hardcore BYU fan. I do not hide it under any circumstances. <laughs> and this is what Dennis Dodd was tweeting about yesterday when he was talking about the discussion between the Big 12 champ, the Pac-12 champ, and Alabama. That's among. You can't have, when you have more than two, it's not between. You could have an 11-1 Bama, 12-1 Oklahoma, 12-1 Oregon, or 12-1 Utah, and two of the three will be squeezed out. And I think it's occurred to most fans, it could be their team. And it doesn't matter if it's Alabama, Oklahoma, Oregon, or Utah. Baylor still has the path to be 13-0, although I guess they could also be a 12-1 conference. The thing that I don't want the Pac-12 to get in, guys, I've been a Pac-10 fan since you had poo-poo in your diapers. What are you talking about? I just don't trust the folks to reward the Pac-12. And right now, if you want to talk about injustice, Minnesota should be crying up a storm. How in the world are they ranked ahead behind Utah? Utah's in front of two undefeated teams. That's a joke! And Minnesota's got that marquee win. Baylor doesn't have it yet, but they play Oklahoma this week. An absolute joke! I'm I'm going to go on hunger strike till this changes. I want fairness. You going to finish that breakfast burrito? (laughs) I don't have a breakfast burrito. Sounds like a good idea, though. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. At this point, I'll believe it when I see it. Um, at this point, it feels like a PR stunt. Again, being that it's on a Saturday, um, what decision makers are going to be able to attend that workout? Um, the other strange thing is I saw that it was reported that teams were interested in Colin, but they reached out to the league about it. That's strange. So um, we'll see what happens. I get a lot of what Eric Reed said there, but not the last thing. I don't, a lick of attention. I don't think it is strange that the teams reach out to the league for cover so that they don't take heat individually. That that doesn't surprise me yeah, at all. Well, Eric Reed is going to stick up for Kaepernick at all costs. I got it. But so why would you be surprised on anything he says? The Saturday thing, I think, is spot on. That short notice on the day before a game, uh, doing it on a Tuesday, more people would be able to get there, especially decision makers. Saturday... With college football games having to be scouted the day before a team plays, not the best day. Thursday night football tonight, Pittsburgh at Cleveland. The Steelers, after a bad start, won four in a row and five out of six. They're chasing Baltimore, still a couple games back in the division, but they're playing the, despite the guys leaving the team and the injury to Roethlisberger, and now their new star running back, James Conner, missed last week's game. Nonetheless, getting back into the playoff conversation with a nice little uh, win streak here. You can listen to that game tonight right here on the Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Making it to the big leagues, getting called up to, to be a bullpen guy and then getting a chance to start and, you know, saying it was a goal to win a Cy Young, which, I, you know, I think it was it's every starting pitcher's goal or pitcher for the, uh, to win one. But, you know, to win two back to back, I think this one's going to take some time to set in and, you know, n- never really could imagine it. You know, like I said, it's a goal and a dream and, and for it to actually happen, it's kind of pretty unreal. Mets, the ace, Jacob DeGrom, back-to-back Cy Young's almost unanimous. One holdout among the 30, PK. 29-30 said he was I just was couldn't give it to him. Why'd you hold out on him? Well, 
because I've been a Yankee fan my whole life. Okay. And Justin Verlander adds to his impressive resume. It's kind of Jack Nicholas territory now. Two Cy Youngs and three runners up. Been eight years since he won it, but he wins it again. Great. Did you have gone Garrett Cole? Cole was the runner-up. Either way. Whatever. What, what? I don't really get caught up in it. Then fine. I'm, I was fine either way. Didn't matter. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, coming up, David Locke's going to join us at 7.30 to talk jazz. We'll have more of the fallout from people who believe the Utes at 12-1 and should absolutely, positively, and will definitely be in the playoffs. That would be awesome. I hope it would happen. Either way, Oregon or Utah. There are multiple scenarios out there. Many of them squeeze the Utes out, but there are some that put the Utes in. We'll get to that coming up. We've got Chris Camerani, Utes writer for The Athletic, joining us at 8.30. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone.